This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, April 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Sac Valley to lose $1 billion to drought. War endangers Cuban wheat supply and Vilsack tests positive. Drought will lead to $1 billion loss. 370,000 acres fallowed in Sac Valley. An early estimate from the Northern California Water Association expects a nearly $1 billion impact to Sacramento Valley farmers from fallowing land this year. The Association of Irrigation Districts predicts farmers will have to fallow 370,000 acres in the state's productive rice-growing region. The rice industry will face a $251 million hit to mills dryers and suppliers, including more than $76 million in lost wages for 1,500 jobs. Production will drop with less than half of the typical volume expected. The west side of the Sacramento Valley and Calusa and Glen counties will feel the brunt of the water cutbacks. The Sacramento River Settlement Contractors area will have just 80,000 acres to farm compared to 450,000 in a typical year. A deal with state and federal wildlife agencies slashed the water allocations for settlement contractors from 75% for critically dry years to around 15%, leaving national wildlife refuges with the same allocation. The impacts will hurt the waterfowl that depend on the flooded rice fields for food. Millions of birds will consolidate into isolated water sources, substantially raising the risk for disease outbreaks that could decimate populations. According to a NCWA statement, the water resources managers are working hard to provide limited water for all these important purposes in the most effective way possible. Vilsack positive for COVID-19. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says he tested positive for COVID-19 after experiencing some mild symptoms. Vilsack and USDA announced the news Saturday. The Secretary is fully vaccinated and boosted and will isolate in accordance with CDC guidelines and will return to the office after testing negative for the virus, USDA said. Forest Service Chief Randy Moore will fill in for Vilsack at an event in Colorado today where administration leaders will discuss the benefits of the infrastructure package to rural America. FAO, world food prices hit record highs. World food prices in March surged nearly 13% from February, almost 34% from the previous year, reaching their highest levels ever. The Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations reported today. The report comes as war in Ukraine and across the Black Sea region, sending shocks through markets for staple grains and vegetable oils and dry crop conditions in parts of the U.S. also generate concerns about wheat production. The FAO Food Price Index averaged 159.3 points in March, up 12.6% from February, when it had already reached its highest level since the inception in 1990. The index tracks monthly changes in the international price of a basket of com- commonly traded food commodities. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Ex-Monsanto scientist gets 29-month sentence for espionage. An ex-Monsanto scientist in Chinese National has received 
29-month prison sentence for conspiring to commit economic espionage. Shang Hiato had pleaded guilty to the charge in January 22 in federal court in Missouri, the Justice Department said. His sentence also includes three years of supervised release at a $150,000 fine. Shang, according to court documents, conspired to steal a trade secret from the Climate Corporation, a subsidiary of Monsanto, for the purpose of benefiting a foreign government, namely the People's Republic of China, according to the Department of Justice. You can also read our full report at agripulse.com. Monsanto resolves cases in Missouri State Court for stalling trial. Monsanto has settled Roundup exposure litigation that had been scheduled for trial in Missouri State Court today. The company tries to resolve thousands of cases that remain active following its large-scale settlement two years ago. We are pleased that the Neal case has been resolved as part of our continuing work to settle the Roundup litigation on reasonable terms. Bayer, which bought Monsanto in 2018, said the matter involved three separate plaintiffs. Bayer continued, although the company may settle individual cases, it will not entertain further inventory settlement discussions with plaintiff lawyers that are representing a substantial number of Roundup claims now that the Supreme Court has requested input from the Solicitor General in Hardeman. Bayer has filed a petition in the Supreme Court seeking review of a Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision that found the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act does not preempt state law negligence claims. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogger, the administration's top lawyer, has yet to provide her views on the case. Ukraine war threatens Cuban wheat supply. Cuba gets much of its imported wheat for the Black Sea region, but the war in Ukraine has cut off much of that supply, according to the Cuban ag minister speaking to AgriPulse and stressing the country is looking to diversify its imports. Countries like France and Canada also ship wheat to Cuba, but those imports have gotten very expensive, adding to Cuban concerns. The U.S. exports almost no wheat to Cuba. U.S. partially lifted its embargo on exports to Cuba about 20 years ago, but it remains illegal to provide credit to Cuban importers. A Cuban government import official says Cuba routinely is given about a year to pay Canadian wheat exporters. By the way, Cuban President Miguel Diaz-Canel hosted a group of U.S. agriculture representatives last week at the Revolutionary Palace. AgriPulse Bill Thompson was there. After greeting the group, which included industry officials such as Dalton Henry, policy director for the U.S. Wheat Associates, Jim Sumner, president of the U.S. Poultry and Egg Export Council, and Ashia Gregsley, international promotions manager for USA Rice, D.S. Cannell answered questions and then drank Cuban rum with the visitors. Here's today's He Said It. The keepers of the keys have lost the keys. We need new keepers to find those keys and re-key the locks. That's Scott Taylor, General Manager of the Lamont Public Utility District, in supporting a measure to dissolve the State Water Board. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, April 11th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.